Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 116. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Brendan Pelto, a commentary on the interview, and information on contact in Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Brendan Pelto with the Harbor Theater. I'm here with Brendan Pelto with the Harbor Theater. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Thank you. Why don't we start out talking a little bit about your background? Okay. Um, I'm from Whitehall. I was raised in Whitehall most of my life. I graduated from Whitehall High School. I went to Michigan Tech briefly. I went to Michigan State briefly. I went to um, Western Michigan University. I went to Lansing Community College, Muskegon Community College, University of Illinois, and I ended up back here in Muskegon. How did you become interested in the harbor? We were, well, I've always loved the harbor. Always, I always said it was one of my favorite theaters in Muskegon. Growing up, we always went there, and I remember the, when it closed, I think it was back in 2000, seeing Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And I was just, you know, heartbroken that it was going away. It was such a great movie, such a great theater. My parents always took me there. It was a theater that my mom went to as a child, and my grandparents went to. And it, it was just always—it's always been a cool old theater. And I still always loved movies. And one day we were driving down to Ohio to pick up our dog from a rescue, and we were reading the paper on the way there while driving, and saw that the church was moving out, and. I, at the time, I was about to be in between jobs, and just thought, hey, why not do this? Let's talk about the history of the Harbor Theater. All right. It is one of the oldest theaters in the country, and it's been very popular in the Muskegon area a uh, couple times. It's, it's had its ups and downs, opening and closing as um, movie theaters, a church, a rock venue, and, well, now a movie theater again. And, well, it was closed down as a movie theater for probably about two years, three years, three years, and we decided it was time to be a theater again. Let's let's discuss a little bit about the types of movies that you're showing at the Harbor nowadays. All right, we're showing mainly independent and foreign films with a few classics scattered about, trying to do films that normally would not come to Muskegon or would come to Muskegon only after they built up a lot of buzz and they would hit just before award season or even after award season in some cases. We're just trying to do something different so people don't have to drive you know, to Grand Rapids or even in some cases across the state or out of state just to see this movie that they've heard about on TV or in the paper. Talk about the amenities at the harbor. I, I would surprise a lot of people, maybe who haven't been there in a while. I had the opportunity. I took my children there on a Saturday morning. We were showing the old Flash Garden uh, movies. I think that was a little bit of a shock to them. They were expecting mm-hmm. you know cartoons, but I thought it was really cool to see the theater. And really, it it 
seems at least to me to be you know totally remodeled totally up to date and just a great place to watch a show yeah it's really nice it's been renovated quite a bit with new with all new sound equipment great state-of-the-art sound brand new film projectors well they were new three or four years ago but they're still very nice high quality 35 millimeter projectors new seats lots of leg room new screens um designed exactly for the two different types of film flat and scope so you never have to see an annoying well most cases you never have to see any annoying black bars around the edges or on the tops and bottoms it's funny for people listening to the podcast because they can't actually see what we're doing here in the studio because this is audio, but you're yeah. referring uh, a lot of times for the facts on the harbor and some of the things to your fiance, Jen. So it's pretty it's pretty amusing to see the, the back and forth between you guys and uh, yeah. see you uh, working together on the har- at the harbor. Um, maybe uh, learn a little bit more about you. Um, what, what's your favorite movie? I get asked this quite a bit, and we've made lists a few times this year, actually, about what our top 10, top 25 were. And often, like number the numbers below number one change a lot. But I always have to say probably Brazil by Terry Gilliam. I think that's probably my favorite, and that's pretty much always number one on any list I make. What's in your Netflix queue now? Um, geez, we... We have had time to watch anything from the Netflix queue we have had going for probably since, I don't know, December. We got too busy. I think we have two of the Bourne movies sitting at home because people always said, oh, you got to see these. They're actually really good. I think those are still sitting on our coffee table, and we got those in March. <laughs> but no, taking advantage of, the, advantage of the no late fees. Yeah. That's what happens when you own a movie theater. Yeah. We'll get around to it eventually. We have used Netflix recently to for like our late night Friday movies. Some of those are pretty obscure and we can't get prints of them. Like Robot Monster 3D and well, Plan 9 was actually kind of hard to find. But you just can't just go to Circuit City or Best Buy here and find some of these movies. And so we, we have used Netflix for that. What kind of events uh, take place at the harbor? Just uh, last weekend, you had a special event. Maybe you'd like to share with the listeners and then talk about uh, other types of events that might be coming up in the future. All right. Last weekend, we had a uh, best-selling, I guess he's a horror novelist, um, maybe true crime. I don't know what genre he'd fit in. But him and director Gregory Wilson, who made a movie called um, the Girl Next Door, which is made by Modern Cine, the studio that's moving to Muskegon. They were here to present their film, and they did a Q&A autograph signing. They also did a book signing at Barnes & Noble, and they were just here for the whole weekend. They were scouting out because they're filming Jack's next book here in the fall. Greg Greg's doing that, and Modern Cine is also involved in that. And... Coming up, we're going to have uh, up-and-coming screenwriter J.D. Risner, who's from Norton Shores. He's doing a fundraiser for us, showing his hit web show, Yacht Rock, and one of his favorite movies, Caddyshack, which ties into Yacht Rock, as people will see after they, they watch it, hopefully. And in September, we have Lloyd Kaufman, the president of Troma Studios, 
who they've done some classics like The Toxic Avenger, which we're showing this Saturday. Cannibal the Musical, which was Trey Parker, Matt Stone, of South Park's first film. And Tromeo um, and Juliet, which we also showed a few weeks ago, which is Troma's take on Romeo and Juliet, which was a lot of fun with. I just thought I'm I'm happy to hear that you're doing events like that and uh you know some movies that may have run in the past because I thought that would be the coolest feature of of the harbor you know mm-hmm. for me to see a movie like The Matrix or Fight Club or something that has been out in video for quite some time and actually be able to go back and see that in a theater setting. Yeah. So, um, do you ever go about getting recommendations from people or requests, or is it you guys picking the films? We pick most of the films, but we did put up recently a giant request board, which has filled up uh, quite a few pages. We've had to add pages to it because people are just, every time someone comes in, someone puts a request up pretty much. And if they really like a request that's already up there, we ask them to put stars next to it. And right now, I think Jurassic Park has probably 10 pages of stars. Why does Muskegon need the harbor? Culture, yeah. Jen just said culture. Um... It's just something different. There's right now, especially we're very limited in what we can see movie-wise at the multiplex. A few weeks ago, I think they only had like six movies playing, and we had five. And that's because their movies are taking up twenty screens. They're playing every fifteen minutes, and a lot of people don't want to go see a CGI Hulk do battle with a CGI Tim Roth for you know two hours, two hours and a half. They want to see real actors dealing with real human emotions. They don't just want to pay eight bucks and get like I don't know, visual heroin, just kind of fall into the groove of it. They want to actually be involved with the movie emotionally. All right, let's move on to our final question. You have one minute alone with a person considering seeing a movie at the Harbor Theater. Make your pitch to get them there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, I, I, come on over, Jen. <laughs> you should actually get on the podcast that you've yeah. been on the podcast for a month. This is the part where I run upstairs and have to do something, and Jen sits there alone. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jen. I'm his better half. I've been sitting over in the chair um, helping him prompt his answers. Um, so I, I'll answer this next question the best I can. So I have one minute alone with somebody who is at the door wanting to see a movie, I would say a lot of people do hang out outside and look at our um, posters and things, and I invite them in and say, hey, come on in, you know. Here's our brochure. Here's our business card, and I'll try to educate them. And this is just kind of what I say is um, our movies are only $6 for new release movies. Um, classics range between 3 and $5. Um, our concessions are um, almost what they're actually worth, um, two fifty for a bag of popcorn. You can get a pop and popcorn for um, less than $3 in some cases. So it's a really cheap date. Um, it's a really cheap, cheap um, family experience. Um, you can see some really great films that, like Brendan said, um, have a lot of human emotion tied to them and are actually really worth seeing. A lot of people leave our theater just saying, thank you for bringing that film to Muskegon. It was a really, really great film. And um, I really enjoyed the experience. The sound was great. The picture was great. It's fun to see both of us working together. Um, we're selling concessions and tickets, and then we'll look at the clock and say, oh, one of us has to run upstairs to start the movie because it's just us two doing everything. So it's a lot of fun for people to see um, 
just our um, our marriage together with the theater as well. So that's well, what I would tell them. Did you time that? I think it was over a minute. It was. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Brendan and Jen. And uh, thank you also for bringing the Harbor Theater back. It's, it's a great thing for Muskegon, and we're happy to have you back in Lakeside. Thank you, and thank, thank you, you guys for coming. The Harbor Theater is one of those Muskegon gems that is all too often taken for granted. The theater is located in the heart of Lakeside and is an important part of the area's heritage. If you haven't been to the Harbor in a while, I would encourage you to check it out. You may be surprised by what you see. The Harbor Theater offers moviegoers an eclectic range of movies presented in an enjoyable setting. This is also an opportunity for Muskegonites to support a locally owned and run business. So for more information on the Harbor Theater, visit theharbortheater.com I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback and for the latest feedback on Inside Muskegon visit our website at insidemuskegon.com compose your own comments to the site view the comments of others and even comment on their comments that brings us to the conclusion of episode number 116 of Inside Muskegon for more information visit our website at insidemuskegon.com Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear for Inside Muskegon I'm Jason Paisecki. Feedback is welcome at jason at insidemuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com. <laughs>